This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. What's up, What's everybody? Up, everybody? Oh, yeah. No! You said that I was going to go. You just hijacked my podcast. No, Get out of here. You're it's fired. my pod. We, we, it's an equal <laughs> pod, dude. You it said that I was. Pod. Yeah, we're, we're co hosts, I guess. You said we we're going to do it together. Although your homework was to watch all the Star Wars movies before this episode, and you never watched them all. I did. I did. But I also didn't give them to you, so I kind of no. But I already knew because I have this mind meld thing that I got from a Star Trek friends, and I straight <laughs> out knew that that's what you wanted me to do, and I already did it. I pre-did all of the Star Trek, Star Wars, every one of the twenty-eight films. I watched <laughs> them all this week. That's what I did. Yeah, I what bet. did you do that was pod-related, my friend? Uh, well, before we get to that, I'm Garrett Morling. I'm your co-host. I'm JJ Purdom. I'm your host. The other co-host. No host. And uh, we have a special guest in the studio today. Hi, Garrett's mom. <laughs> not my mom. Mrs. Not this Morling, time. right here in studio. Uh, she's on the other side of the world. R.I.P. No, she's not dead. <gasps> oh, she's wow. just not. not, not in the You're state getting a she's hate basically tweet from dead. your mom. Later, she's basically dude. dead now. Wow, that's how it works. That's horrible. Um, but no, we have uh, actually it's our Patreon producer, Matt Lou. Matt, welcome to the pod. Thanks for having me, longtime listener, first time caller. Yeah, so um, he uh, was the only one man enough to uh, play Anthem. The rest of us were too afraid to break our consoles. He went, he went and did the dirty work. And he has an Xbox One, so he was safe, you know. Oh, see, I had it totally wrong. I thought that he was all balls to the wall, like playing it on the PS4, just saying, I don't care. I'm just living life. <laughs> just living life on you the You talked edge. Matt up like he was a huge, like, monster, you know, because, I mean, he plays D&D, so the obvious assumption is that this guy's going to be a stud, going to be, like, looking like Oscar Isaac or something, you know, just <laughs> real good looker. But he's kind of a little troll-like. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just sorry. saying. I, you know what? I, I just respect my friends enough not to just call them trolls to their faces. Them off. You know? you're yeah. just, you, dude, <laughs> come on, man. D&D, you're trying to like live vicariously through all your characters and stuff like that. This dude is rocking it, man. He's just living it. I'm loving it. <laughs> Matt, you just do you, bro. Just do you. Thanks. Well, you know, nice. I try. I, I, you know, I've never been described as troll-like before. But no, uh, I meant that in a good way, uh, like hairy knuckles. No, okay. no, no, that's a good thing. Yeah. My wife loves that about me. Well, unfortunately, this is the last time Matt's on our podcast because you, JJ, just offended him in the first uh, two and a half minutes, and you, and you just said that he was one of our producers. Yeah, I was. <clears throat> I was just kidding. <laughs> you're yeah, you're a good-looking well, man, Matt. If I, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Moving so, on. I'm uh that's Matt Lou. He's yeah, our that's Matt. So speaking of producer, uh if you haven't checked out patreon.com slash super gamer boys, uh Matt went over there and he supported us at the at the producer tier. So he gets his name in the show notes. He gets a shout out on the show. So shout out to Matt. And uh he also gets a copy of the show notes early and he gets to either name an existing segment of our show after him, or name just name it, not necessarily after him, but name it or create a new segment so he's actually talked about that a little bit we haven't nailed it down yet so we'll have the grand reveal when 
when we get it all figured out. But he, we're, we're in talks. It's, uh, it's pretty also good. Also gets to uh, name Garrett Marling's next child, which I thought was an awesome thing on your part, <laughs> throwing that out there. Me, I'm not going to be able to have any more. Uh, my wife said no. Uh, but <laughs> I think that was really cool of you to yeah, offer that you know, to Matt. Yeah. I, it's, Matt, it's, come up with something good. Keep it all. Or or I love it. I love it. It just rolls off the tongue. Oh man, that would be horrendous. No. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So how how was your how was your week last week? My week last week was great. I'm so excited to be here. I wanted to talk to you about something that happened right after we recorded last week's uh, a pod. And we, when you say you, you mean Matt in in the in the audience here, right? Yes, you. Because the audience, Matt, this. our producer, who's here in studio, looking only like Matt can look, and. <laughs> The thing was, was last week we were sharing a little story at the end of the podcast where I was talking about the scammer that was trying to scam me out of my social security number and trying to tell me that, um, you know, I I owed money and whatnot. And the very next day we were talking about it and you got a call from a scammer as well. And so you started sharing with me and we were laughing about it. And you said, yeah, I have his number right here. And I said, let's call him back. So we proceeded to call him back on three different phones. And gave him three different characters, which was amazing. <laughs> we was did that. Great. We did that during lunchtime. And it was like a half hour of amazing. It was so much fun. So he calls, <laughs> and what was the spiel that he gave you? Do you remember? So when he called me in the morning, it was, "Hey, I'm from Publisher Clearinghouse. You just won 1.5 million dollars and a new Mercedes Benz. Like, you just give me your address where we can send it to, um, and I'll give you the information. You know, there's just a couple things you need to do before you can get a hold of this. And I kind of asked some. When, I, when he called me in the morning before I even told you about it, I gave him some phony answers. I'm just like, like, oh, yeah, are you sure? This is, this is crazy. I never thought this would happen. I kind of played along with it a little bit. You know, I'm not as dramatic or a character as you, but I just, you know, I, I let him on a little bit. I wanted to make him think he had me. And then uh, I asked him, the caller ID said it was from like West Jamaica. West Jamaica. And he was just like, I asked him about it. Like, so is Publishing Clearinghouse based out of Jamaica? I didn't think, I thought that was a U.S. thing, right? Like, that's why it should be here in the States if I'm winning it. Like, what's going on with this Jamaican uh, branch? And he's like, oh, it's actually uh, West Jamaica in New York City. I'm just like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's one of like the, the boroughs, just like, you know, the Bronx or Manhattan or something like that. I'm like, And you neglected to tell him, I'm actually from New York and yeah. I've never heard of this? <laughs> I've never heard of this, no. Uh, so he tried to play it off and I forget exactly what the question was, but he went on and asked me another question. Um, I think about like, oh, are you, are you ready to... Um, you know, accept these, these gifts and, you know, just all you have to do is give us this address or I'm like, no, I'm good. And he's like, are you sure you don't want to, you don't want to accept these, the, the gift. And you know, all you'll be able to do is just a couple steps. And I'm like, no, cause I'm not an idiot. And I finally, I like, let it like, let him in on the whole, like, I'm, I know what's going on here. And he just said like, if you dude and hung up and I was just like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> well, that was awesome. It was fun, fun while it lasted. Yeah. And then, you know, you proceeded to call him back and he gave you pretty much the same spiel, except <clears throat> it went up from 1.5 to 2.5 million dollars. That's the whole thing. <laughs> I, I was like, you only got offered 1.5? Dude, I got bumped up to 2.5 million. <laughs> so when, when he, when I called him, what, what he did was he would not answer and he would immediately call back. Yeah. He wouldn't answer so, your call, but he had your number to call you back. Right. So he calls me right back. And so I answered the phone like this, right? So like a fat Sean Connery kind of thing, right? So I answered the phone, you know, like a silly looking Shrek, you know? And so I say, hello. And he goes, hello, do you know that you're speaking with Nate Miller? Yes. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I'm like, was like look, look, he did not sound like a Nate Miller in any way. <laughs> <clears throat> and I said, he sounded more like, hello, do you know you're speaking with Nate Miller? <laughs> right? Yeah, that's exactly. He's right. from Jamaica. <laughs> right. 
you know, and I, I could hear him blowing out the bong smoke. <gasps> I was a stereotype. Don't laugh at that. Don't laugh at that. We're going to get hate tweets. Uh, so I said, <laughs> he, I said, I said, Nate Miller, how are you today, Nate? It's good to hear from you. And he goes, have you received Joe, your package? And I'm like, uh, no. And he goes, okay, so I need to tell you right now, you, I need to get your information because you actually are going to be receiving $2.5 million. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and I'm like, holy crap! Oh, goodness! Holy crap! Did you guys hear that? Oh, I got $2.5 million! Oh, my Lord! Are you serious, Nate? Tell me you're not jerking my chain right now! And, and he's like, calm down. Calm down. He's like, tell me to calm down. And, and I'm like, how can you tell me to calm down? You just told me I got $2.5 million! Do I got a chubby for days right now? I haven't had blood flow like this in a long time! And so he just got confused, and he said... $2.5 million, you have to, and he starts telling me that the well, stuff. Well, the first couple of times he hung up on you. Yeah, because I'm, I'm all excited. That's right. So I got all excited. I'm all screaming. I'm like, $2.5 million. You're freaking kidding me. I'm like, I'm telling you right now, I haven't had a hard one in like six years, dude. This thing is better than Viagra. Oh my Lord. And and so he hangs up and then we all laugh. <laughs> so then I was like, I'm not done. I'm not done by a long shot. So we jump on another phone, call him. He calls right back and they go, Nate, I must have got disconnected right now. I've got like horrible reception. What were you saying about the 2.5? Dude, don't leave me hanging. So he starts to kind of go into it. You need to be calm and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I let him tell you to calm down. He's like, calm down, sir. Calm down. I, I let him, I let him kind of get into his spiel a little bit. And I said, Nate, you have no idea. And the blood is going crazy right now. I'm trying, I'm trying to, he's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm in the bathroom sitting here. So he hangs up again. And, uh, it was pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. The yeah. third time. We finally got out of him that in order to win this thing, oh, or in order to receive bucks. it, he's like, you need to send us 420 bucks or something, <laughs> and then and then you'll be reimbursed afterwards. Like, oh, that's a great deal. Yeah, well, the great thing was he goes, all you need to do is send us $420. And like, all I'm thinking is 420, pot, Jamaica. I got hung up three times by this dude. And those were three of the best phone calls I've ever had in my life. And just to all you scammers out there, keep doing what you're doing because I need to keep doing this. I've, I missed my calling until now. Garrett, it's not about wrestling. It's not about <laughs> podcasting. It's about messing with people. Messing hey, with them. Whatever it takes for you to be happy. You, know? <laughs> just, you do you. You do you. I need you to put that in writing and show my wife. <laughs> she does not agree. Okay. I'll, I'll get right on that. Alrighty. Well. Let's, uh, let's get down to it. We have a lot to talk about today. So we're going to bring you the nerdy nudes of the day. The nerdy nudes of the day? Well, Why did you, you know, add the of the day? What am I say of the week? So I said it wrong. Thanks for calling that out. You better edit that. You just totally that like pointed. Horrible. I was just going to glaze over it, move on. Matt's shaking his head, got his hand in his, yeah. his hands in Sorry, his Sorry, the Come nerdy on. nudes of the week. There you go. You happy? This is the producer level. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you get to see. It's the inside scoop here. So, our first uh, news on the docket here um, <laughs> is just horrendous. It's 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 just terrible, you know. Uh, here he is, Sonic the Hedgehog in full live action movie form. This is by Allegra Frank over at Polygon. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Look at that. Okay, so for those of you who can't see it right now, what we're looking at is Will Smith from Aladdin. 
from the new Aladdin where he's painted blue. I wish. And I think this is like a crazy way for them to go. I see what they're doing that, here. That would be better. I'd almost be better to have, but it's not. It is the worst, like, it's supposed to be live action, but CG. So it's supposed to be like realistic mm-hmm. of Sonic the Hedgehog, but he has weird eyes. He's not wearing gloves. His torso is weirdly long. He, he has weird running shoes on. His legs look way too human. So, yeah, this is what we got last week. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is terrifying. So, basically, what happened last week, uh, some images were leaked um, from uh, the style guide for the film, and it just kind of has, like, aesthetic choices they're planning on doing, like, um, what the rings will look like, different colorings and gradients and shadings they plan on using for all the marketing materials. And, man, is it, like not great um so this is the only reason i wanted to bring this article up because this movie is coming out in august 2019 um and boy i am not excited to see this one like i don't know about you guys but um, you said you are excited i am not excited about okay. this that was actually gonna be my question to both of you is that i grew up in an era when sonic first came out that it was a pretty big deal the first couple of games and uh, I love the Sonic games. Yeah. I feel like they've really fallen out of favor. This game feels like 15 years too late. Yeah, it seems like an odd time to come out. I mean, granted, yeah, Sonic hasn't really been, he's been a thing, but not a, like a good thing. Like the games aren't good. The games that have come out recently are, are horrendous. So it just seems so crazy. Like, oh, you know what? Perfect thing to do right now is, is make a movie about them. And not, not even just an animated movie or cartoon. It's a full on live action movie. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know what more to say about it. Um, other than I just want to <laughs> show you those pictures, get your guys' reactions. And then I also found this other fun article where people went through and photoshopped. All they did was tweak the photos a little bit to way it should have looked. And look at this. All it takes is a little simple edit and look at, oh, they fix the eyes. Like now he looks normal. Like that's all it took is a little like Photoshop. And now he looks like a normal Sonic the Hedgehog instead of a creepy like psycho uh, I'm going to molest you like Sonic the Hedgehog or something. Um, and here's another photo of him. See, this is what they're using on the movie on the left. And this is him on the right. Like, and this is the way he should look. So I don't know. I just basically I, with this article, I just wanted to be, see, get your guys reactions and just talk like, what, what are they thinking? Like, so, what, what, what do you think they're thinking with this design choice? Like, so why? in the pictures you just described right now, you were talking about the picture on the left, the picture on the right. The picture on the left, the, the live animated version is a little thinner, has kind of a human body, basically, with a kind of a crazy Sonic the Hedgehog head. And the character that's to the right that you were describing has the classic Sonic the Hedgehog look. It's got the big boots, the big white gloves, and looks more cartoony, more like what Sonic that we've but it's, grown But it's still, it's still even done in the, uh, in the live action style, though, too. Like the graphics mm-hmm. are like, like good enough to where, like it, yeah, it's the same textures and live action style, but just with a few design tweaks to make it look like, like I don't know, not so off-putting. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I don't know what to say, but... Um, Twitter yeah. had a lot to say about it. And so they're actually, if that's not even the worst picture, I, I, there might be a have couple you more. Seen, no, it's not on this article. If oh, you, no. have you seen the Sonic Golden <laughs> Gate picture? No, I didn't. Uh, that's the one where Twitter went crazy with it. It is literally just his legs. You, I have to encourage you to pull it up. Okay. If you just look at this, this is, this is a Photoshop someone did. <laughs> they Photoshopped some, like, it looks like dog eyes, like pug eyes or something <laughs> on Sonic. It's pretty terrifying. 
Um, yeah, let me see if I can find that. Because this the picture I'm talking about came out in December. So they came out with a little five second little video of him running and not the whole thing. But this, that one right there. Oh. Twitter went a little inappropriate with this picture. <laughs> Let's see if I can bring it up here. Yeah, I, I think I remember this coming out. Yep. And it was like. Yeah, people went nuts. They, like, I was like, uh, well, speaking of not going nuts, that's kind of where they went with that picture. <laughs> no. And they just put a little blurred line somewhere in there and oh, man. that's what they did with it. I just don't understand what they're trying to do with this movie. Like, I'm just so confused what they think they're going to... Make money. That's the attempt. Mm. But That's a thought. I don't think that's going to happen. But who knows? It kind of depends on if there's, if there's nothing going on around that time. It, it could very well. But November and that time in November is kind of a big time for movies. They start coming out right around Christmas time. So, I mean, it's probably going to have some good competition. So they have Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik, like the bad guy. Okay. I don't know how they're going to pull that one out. That just seems kind of... Is he going to put the peyote down for just a little bit and try to concentrate on filmmaking again? We'll see. Okay. Uh, And Sonic the Hedgehog is going to be played by Ben Schwartz, who he is from Parks and Rec. Um, He plays Jean Ralphio in Parks and Rec. So I don't know if... Have you seen that, JJ? It's it's a really good show. You should... Yep. (laughs) You have not seen it. No. It's a great show. He plays a hilarious character. Like, he's a great, like, great character, but... I don't know. I feel like this is not like this is not going to be great for his career. Like, I'm going to do Sonic the Hedgehog's voice in this terrible live action. I'm kind of struggling like, with know. Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik. Right. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No, it's kind of ridiculous. I just can't. I mean, is he going to do it like Ace Ventura? <laughs> that he's like, well, let me show you something, you know, or he's just going to be like, I don't know, man. It's all about the Benjamins. You know, he's just I, I can't see it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't foresee this uh, movie going well, but. I look at it's it's going up in popularity though on IMDb up uh, uh it's the level uh, 144 on their list of most watched things I can't read oh it's so it's up 269 spots and it was you know whenever like maybe yesterday or something so it's I, gaining I, in popularity just from all the Twitter craziness I imagine is it sad that now I kind of want to see the uh, the Photoshop pictures. Of this Sonic with the legs and I don't we, know why. We can look, Not that I want to check out his balls. Yeah. I just am curious what you know what we got going on, Matt. You've you've intrigued me with this. You so. can look that up later on your own because there's enough. No, because I'm so worried if I put Sonic's balls, no. this is gonna like if somebody sees <laughs> that on my is, Google thing. If somebody dies, <laughs> it's gonna come back on me bad, man. I don't want the cops start asking me questions. Sonic has a weird enough fan base. All you have to do is type in Sonic the Hedgehog in Google, and like we are lucky we didn't get some crap. Ron now. Jeremy. So like, there's all sorts of like crazy fan art that people come up with Sonic. I don't know why, but people hypersexualize him and all the characters in Sonic. So don't Google anything about Sonic that jog unless you clarify it with a game or movie or something. It's who the movie is panning to. <laughs> that crowd. Yeah, I guess okay. yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah, so all right, let's move on to the second news of the day. Uh, so the Xbox Maverick console will be named Xbox One S All Digital Edition pre-orders in April 2019. So I don't think uh, it was like right after last week's episode recorded, they announced um, that, yes, there is a discless Xbox One S coming out. Uh, Well, it was kind of rumors last week. I think it's been kind of confirmed now. Um, But uh, this is still not from Xbox.com. So this is not directly from Xbox. 
This this, this, what, this article isn't. No, because it's called a rumor. This is what we no, do. No, no, we no, no, tell no. stories. We make stuff up. Little bit of uh, truth. A little bit of makeup. Make yeah. believe. Yeah, you're right. No, it it's a rumor, but there... I've accepted it as fact. Go ahead and say it. I've accepted it as truth. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> so much of the the details of the rumor are, com- are coming from leaks and inside information from Microsoft. So yes, it may be a complete phony, but um, the fact that the way, where they're getting this information tends seems to be from the inside and various like you know reliable sources. I'm <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good about I, this. But. No, I I actually feel the same way. I, I this stuff has been coming out for a little while. I I'm guaranteeing this is probably significant. Well, but when it's just a rumor, we need to remember that it's just stuff coming out. We don't have official news. Right. They could always back off. But I love the idea of like they're being like. Psst, Hey, see? Hey, I got some info for you. Yeah, Xbox Maverick. Yeah, see? Yeah, it's going to be great. No, discless, discless. I said discless. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, There's got to be one guy that works there that, like, talks like that, that's going, why are they talking about me on that podcast, huh? Why did you talk like, like a 40s, they 40s gangster? <laughs> Damn, I'm going to get them, see? Jeez. <laughs> oh, um, but, uh... So this is th- different, though, because you were saying they've been talking about this for a while. This they haven't been talking about for a while. This is different. So what we've been talking about in previous episode is the Project Scarlet. That's the streaming box. This is different than the streaming box. It's obviously going to be similar because it ha- doesn't have a disk drive, but I think this is going to be like a digital box. So this is going to be like you still buy games and download them. This is so, which is neat because everyone's already expecting Project Scarlet to come in. You know, we're going to get the stream box. Um, I think the idea of the stream box is that might even be cheaper because it won't have a hard drive. It'll probably just stream. You have to have internet and you'll be able to play that way. With this thing, um, it's literally going to be an Xbox One S, but with no disk drive. So you have to buy games from the Xbox store or the Microsoft or whatever it's called. I don't know, an Xbox. We have our Xbox expert here, so we could ask <laughs> or, him how it works. Or what but. I was telling you was one of the things that I said was we should we should contemplate getting one you know, of these, of these boxes and then getting Xbox game pass. So then we can, you know, have something to talk about on the pod so we can like, you know, we have a lot of listeners that listen to our podcast each week that are Xbox fans and they're constantly saying stuff like, what's up, dude? Why don't you guys not ever talk about Xbox, bro? Like, Halo, dude, first person shooters, bro. Like, what's up? Xbox, what it's all about. You know, bro gamers, your favorite. No, we're we're too highbrow for that. You know, I know. PlayStation. He, he is highbrow though. We, we I bring it up because all our whole group plays with plays Xbox, and he's the only one. And he's like, well, if you guys get a PlayStation, like he shouldn't be the one who converts. It's like everyone else. I'm not else gonna stoop should. down to that level. You know, I'm I'm way up here. They're way down there. They're just the video game <clears throat> trash. He <laughs> always refers to himself as a Sony pony. Yeah, he yeah. is, and <laughs> and he's made me the same. So you know, it's like he's infecting people with this stuff because I'm like, I, I love all of the original games that PlayStation has that Xbox doesn't. So I don't I know. Would, you, I would agree with that though. I mean, the I think the PlayStation's like exclusives. I think they trump Xboxes. I mean, Xbox doesn't have anything. All their notable ones are, especially recent. I mean, Sea of Thieves, <laughs> Crackdown Three, exactly. Oh, I mean, I'm, just, it, I'm giving a thumbs yeah. up to the listener. <laughs> they were all bad. Yeah, <laughs> because it's not. I mean, they're not great. I mean, I had like started downloading Crackdown Three, and then I was like, "Am I really ever going to play this?" And then I stopped <laughs> it. Downloads. I was like, "No, I'm not going to play that." <laughs> yeah. 
that's sad when it's like because you have Game Pass, right? Yeah. So it's so it'd be a free game. It's not even worth like the time and download space to do it. Like, okay, so stop right there. You don't have to put pause. I want this to be on the podcast. Okay. Sell me on Xbox Game Pass. Oh, you know what? I enjoy Game Pass because, I mean, even if it's, I mean, I don't do it for the Xbox exclusives, but there are games that, like, if I would never actually buy, like, right now, you can get all three of the Tomb Raiders, which are great games. I mean, but those came out and they're not Xbox ex- exclusives, but you yeah. could literally play all through all three right now. I mean, I and then they just put out, uh, they put out Fallout 4. Skyrim was on there for a little bit, but then I think they took that off. But um, Fallout 4 is now back on. It was on, then off, and then they put it back on. But I also think that's to get them in the that Fallout 76 and trying to get people on that wagon. But like Elder Scrolls is online is on there. Uh, the, the original division. So they add a bunch of things. I mean, then they add those big games that just completely flopped. We were just talking about how Just Cause 4 just came out like three weeks ago and it is now on Game Pass. Mm. <laughs> I mean, and for me, $9.99 a month is like, uh, even if I don't play with something, but it's like I downloaded the Mortal Kombat game, even though I played it before and it's it's on there and it's like, okay, well, getting, getting t- like ready for Mortal Kombat 11 when it comes out. So I enjoy it. Awesome. So that's settled. We're getting it. Okay. You're you're you you're buying. Up, if you can you're come buying. up with the cash money, no, but. dude, I'm rolling in cash. I do pest control. That means I'm literally yeah. rich. I wish that was true. It's <laughs> not true. You obviously don't get paid what I get paid. Yeah, yeah. The truth comes out. <laughs> look, look. I love it because I want you later to go. <laughs> was he joking? Yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> no, but seriously, so was how he much joking? Do you get paid? <laughs> yeah, come here, come here, JJ. Yeah. <laughs> um. But no, I, I'm excited for this. I, I could see this going for, because right now an Xbox One S is 250 Um, uh, I could see this going for between, I don't know, 150 and 200 I think it'll be like the 175 range. Because um, I think we even talked about a couple minutes the other day. It was just like, disk drives are expensive, but not that expensive. Like they can't drop it like 100 bucks. It's, I don't I don't think it could be 150 actually. It'll probably be like 175 200 because disk drives... They aren't that much to take out. But you Granted, take out or, the hard drive, and that's where it's going to come into play if they yeah. come out with the Scarlet. I feel like when basically all it is is just a giant processor, and all it has to do is connect to the internet. Like, yeah, it's basically like it's basically a Raspberry Pi on mm-hmm. on which is like a, a emulator device that people use on steroids. So it's basically like an, a little an Android um, box like on steroids. It's all like the the Project Scarlet will be. To emulate games if you already own them and they're in your yes, yes. personal obviously, game library. Obviously, you're, you're attaining these ROMs legally. Totally legally. <laughs> yep. Um, but no, I'm Why stoked. are you smiling so much when I said that? Because I am- Carrot. I love the justice system. I'm all about following rules and Carrot, laws. do you steal games and I download- steal games. You steal games from me. I do. <laughs> and I'm never giving them back. Never giving them back. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And we'll see if JJ buys one. It could happen. I'm waiting for the other one, the uh, the streaming box, when we get some 5G going. And this, is it not, is it Scarlet? Scarlet. That's Scarlet, what the, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's a code that's name a, for, that's the, for the, the new streaming. box. Yeah, yeah. Streaming yeah. Box. I think we're looking at a hundred bucks. I think that if they get it to a hundred dollars and they don't have a hard drive in it, uh, don't have a disk drive in it, a hundred dollars is going to be in every home in America. I don't know. They still have to make money. Shut off your full mouth! <laughs> Shut your full mouth! Don't you shut up! Shut it! They have to. They have to don't run a business. Go, God, no! Bad dog! <laughs> no! I'm just kidding. I'm sorry for. I'm sorry for Jeez. the blow up, Matt. I'm sorry you had to see that right look now. At the, look at those waves over there. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're, I'm sorry. Just blew out that I microphone. Just, I don't know what's wrong with me today. I'm just I'm dealing with a lot of anger. <laughs> um, and when you say stupid things like that, it just makes me want to reach out and slap the taste out of your mouth. <laughs> uh, well, maybe this will make you a little happier. So Sony launches PS4 remote play for iOS. That does make me happy because I've had such a blast with that thing. Have you tried it? Yes. I've been playing like crazy. What have you been playing on it? Uh, I've been playing Fortnite. Yeah. My son has been playing Fortnite with me and we've been playing Fortnite and it's hard. It is so hard. Yeah. Did no, you, have you it, played a little bit of it? So yeah. When I, well, when I demoed it to you that one day, when yeah. right after they announced it, I, I woke up early that morning. I saw the news article on my alarm went off and usually I like lay in bed for like half hour, 45 minutes before I get out of bed. Mm-hmm. I saw that news. I'm like, boom, I got up. I made sure the up PlayStation was all updated. I had the app downloaded on my phone, everything. And then, uh, yeah, that, that lunch that day at work, I was like, hey, check this out. And I brought up Apex Legends. Um, and I'm playing it just off of, you have to be connected to Wi-Fi. Um, so I tethered to my work phone that has unlimited data. Thanks, John. Um, and uh, I don't have unlimited data. How do you have unlimited data? The same way you get paid more than me. <laughs> that, that's, that's where all my pay goes i guess john just pulls it out and touche no. sir touche um but uh i no no problems at all like ps4 booted up you could see the home screen and everything i there's a virtual controller on the screen i brought up apex jumped in a game and i was dead in about 15 seconds so, so the controls are slightly not faster than when you had at home playing yeah just a little bit <laughs> i died a little bit faster than i normally so do. tell me something because what i was dealing with is the tv would need to be on or at least the playstation would need to be on yeah. and if the playstation was on at home and it would actually be on the television screen while you're controlling it with your with your phone that's what we were seeing yeah so okay so same thing when you're playing it's going to be up on your up on your I mean, screen if you're on your PlayStation. If basically. you have the TV on at home, like you just turn off the TV and then you just see it on your phone. Right. But, and that's, yeah. that's what we're doing. But I was like, what is this crazy magic? It's weird. We're moving it with no. our hands and yet it's on the television right now. It doesn't make any sense. No, it's not like... Uh, Sorry, my pants just dropped. <laughs> I just, I got so excited. It's not, it's not like it just like... It's not like it's just booting up PlayStation on your phone. Like it's booting, it literally boots up your PlayStation at home. And so everything runs like a normal, it just turns your phone into a controller is all it does. No, I, I understand. Okay. Just want to make sure. No, I, I always wanted you to explain for some of our listeners yeah. who are dumber than me yep, and I who maybe it. needed to be like baby step through it. But now you guys know, so don't ask stupid questions. Yeah. I have a question though. How often would you guys actually use this? Because I, when I saw the article, because I saw the article when it first came out and I was like, to me, I was like, especially as someone who plays video games, I, even with, if it came out for the Xbox, it's like, I'm not bashing like Sony's idea of it. But to me, it was like, am I ever really going to, am I, do I need that much of a fix that I need to play a PlayStation or an Xbox game on my phone? Because to me, it sounded like a novelty idea. Okay. Okay, So here's where, here's where it comes in. Okay. My son, seven years old. And here's what happened. He said, Dad, can we use the phone? And he took the phone after me showing him that he could play mobile. He ran into the bathroom and pooped while he was playing. And my son, <laughs> coolest thing ever. Sorry, boy, if you ever listen to this. But he, coolest thing ever, he's in the bathroom with the door closed. And he's in there for a good long time. And he goes, <laughs> honest to God, yells through the door, This is so cool! I'm playing while I'm pooping! <laughs> 
<laughs> my wife was devastated. She's like, no, <laughs> don't, don't, stop it. You can't touch that while you're pooping. That's so awesome. <laughs> no, that's that my, is great. That was my phone. <laughs> so that wasn't, that wasn't cool. That is great. Um, so for me, I, I would totally use this. In the state it's in now, I won't because you can only use the touchscreen controls, which, I mean, I showed you that day, like, they're terrible. Like, not only is it laggy because, I, well, I had a bad Wi-Fi connection. If you have good Wi-Fi, there's very little latency. So it wouldn't work with the, the game connectors like the PUBG has? The ones that you connect to your phone and then it no, gives you toggles? No, not at this point. There's no support for any external controllers. So that's, that's the biggest kind of, like, the craziest thing about this whole thing is they release this awesome remote play for iOS, which, I mean, they already have remote play on PC and Mac um, and on the PlayStation Vita and on Sony cell phones. So if you have a Sony Xperia cell phone, that already had the, the, the uh, uh, remote play. But, so it's just new on iOS at this point. Um, but it just doesn't make any sense why they would launch it and not have some sort of controller support. Like the, the DualShock 4 that I, ha I brought one with me, it runs off Bluetooth and your phone has Bluetooth. Why can't you just boop, connect it, good to go, use your DualShock or, or one of those things you're talking about, like an attachment for your phone. Like they make those, they're only, they're not that much, like a little controller for your phone, good to go. Um, so at this point, you're right, it's useless. I'm never going to use it. But honestly, like as soon as I had controller support, like that's what I'm doing on my lunch breaks. I'm totally playing PS4 in my van on my lunch breaks. Like I'm playing Fallout 76 <laughs> and and just bombing around the, the wasteland and on my phone. So, I don't know. It's totally a novelty thing at this, at this point. Yeah, I will never play it. Okay. But my son occasionally <laughs> will try to play it on the pooper. <laughs> so, yeah. At this point, it's more, this is more of a PSA because it's really, no, not, not worth nothing. Pooping <laughs> service announcement? Exactly. Um, cool. Uh, well, there's a couple more articles that I didn't tell you guys about but i saw later and i thought it'd be cool to talk about um so the disney streaming service disney plus they announced that it's going to include nearly 100 years worth of disney content so originally people were thinking like what is like no one really knew what disney plus was going to be what's going on here um is it just going to be new releases is it going to have marvel is going to have star wars you know, Disney is just buying out Fox and uh, Searchlight Productions, all these things. Like, is it going to have Deadpool and all these rated R, PG-13 movies and stuff coming in? Um, we still don't know a lot, but they have announced now that um, all of their original content is going to be there. Like, all, like, their old, you know, the old VHS, VHS tape, like, Disney movies and stuff, like Aladdin, Snow White, um... I don't know, Robin Hood, all those things, classics are coming to the streaming service. That just seems huge. It's super huge. Um, they're, I think they're really smart to get in on the digital platform stage. I mean, they have so many of their movies out there right now. They've started to pull back on Netflix having their stuff yeah. because they're, they're prepping for this. If, if you can only go to the Disney, uh, you know, of the Netflix of Disney or whatever, if you can only go there to get all their films, there's going to be people going for it. I mean, making bank. Like, yeah, even like for, if this is like 10 bucks a month, just having a kid, like this is like a must have, I feel like. Oh yeah. You're looking at, at if it's $10 a month, $120 a, a household, right? If it's one single screen or a couple of screens or whatever, 
Imagine how many people are going to go crazy for that. Oh, they yeah. have a really, really awesome, rich library. And to be able to watch all these movies that, like, up until now how they've done it is the movie is only available for a limited time, and then it goes back in the quote-unquote vault, and they you can't watch it anywhere. Like, it's not on Amazon unless you own it. Like, you buy it during that small time frame. So this basically is going to, this is busting that vault wide open and everything's just going to be available. Like this is, this is crazy. Like it's like some movies that you haven't been able to buy or watch and have know, we heard a, any rumor like a decade about, now you about can get price, it. About price point? 999 is, is the rumor is that uh, around that price point. They're talking about competing with Netflix's price. So it could mm. be a little bit more, but I know because I, I, I've been following Disney plus cause that's like, as soon as it releases day one, me and my wife are huge Disney fans. But when they announced that, I told her and she was stoked. But even knowing like the original content that they're working, like they're working, John Favreau is that's working on The Mandalorian and then they have announced uh, Scarlet Witch. That's, that's and, a Star Wars movie. Yeah. No, I knew yeah, that. Just, yeah, I know you're, you're not. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, guys. guys. I'm, I'm pretty hip. <laughs> but they got Scarlet Witch and Vision apparently are supposed to have one. And then they, there's rumors of Loki having his own, his own show oh, wow. on there. So there, there's going to, and then there's the live action. Uh, Lady and the Tramp is going to be a Disney Plus exclusive, so it's. I'm stoked for it. So as soon as it releases, it's like, bye, yeah. day one. One of the only problems with yet another awesome streaming service is I'm a cord cutter. You guys are probably cord cutters. Mm-hmm. I know Garrett can't afford because he gets paid much less than me. So <laughs> there's, sorry. I'm sorry. Love you, buddy. Uh, that was pretty funny. Yeah, um, well. <laughs> I want you to like go home going, seriously, does he get paid more than me? Um <laughs> I, I'm already, I'm picking up the Hulu, got the Netflix going, and then I have the WWE Network because, you know, wrestling thing. And so that stuff starting to build up price-wise, and I'm going, cut costs with cutting cable for a reason to save money, but now I'm feeling like I've got to go for all these services, you know, in order so, to- Yeah, but I heard someone explain this the other day on a podcast I was listening to, is like, <clears throat> yeah, you cut the cord on cable because it was expensive and you wanted to cut back on cost, but- Maybe you're paying the same price as you were before now, but at least it's all content you actually want and watch. True. It's not just a bunch of random crap, like flipping through the channels for like two hours and you literally can't find anything to watch. Like you have your Netflix, your Hulu, your Disney, your WWE network, and it's all stuff you actually care about. And if you ever don't like something, you just cancel it that month or whatever and Mm -hmm. start it the next month. Like where with cable, you're locked into a plan and you have about 400 channels you don't care about. (laughs) So I don't know. That's my thought is like, yeah, you're cutting the cord and now we're back up to that same price, but at least you got some good stuff. Oh, and I do. I got some good stuff. We were just watching Netflix last night, binge watching. I told my wife, hey, babe, you want a Netflix and chill? Hmm. And like, Jeez. well, <clears throat> I, I'm- TMI, dude. I, I was, you know, talking sex, but she didn't catch that. And then yeah, she said no. <laughs> I was like, well, whatever. <laughs> you know, I just meant hang out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so- <laughs> Oh man, the service edit that, that out that, too. The, the Disney Plus service is reportedly will reportedly launch with an estimated seven thousand episodes of TV and five hundred films. So that's a pretty huge freaking library right off the bat. Um, I don't know what like Netflix and Hulu is like, but that seems insane. Oh, that's pretty cool. And then the other uh, little one I just wanted to throw in last minute was uh, there was a little tweet exchange last week uh, where Oscar Isaac throughout uh threw his hat into the ring to become the next solid snake in the metal gear solid movie why are you such a dork yes such, you mean uh, that wannabe matt lou that wannabe matt lou 
So I have a Look picture here. Look at this. We're looking at a picture right now where he, where uh, Oscar Isaac has been made up to look like Solid Snake from the Metal Gear. Uh, and game. it is epic. Uh, that is a cool. I'm definitely tweeting this out. Is that a cigarette behind his ear? Yeah, that's 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 Snake's thing. You you don't want to know how he snuck that there either. Oh that's, no, that's part of the game. It's pretty pretty funny actually. <clears throat> but uh, so yeah, it's a it's a profile view of uh this it's painted it's drawn hand drawn hand painted by someone like in photoshop but it's oscar isaacs with the signature solid snake bandana the the codec in his ear to talk to uh you know the the colonel it's a cigarette behind his ear he's got a couple scars on his face um wearing the sneaking suit with the dramatic uh, bandana blown in the wind behind him the cool japanese anime hair (laughs) so man i am so stoked there's not really any news here other than it's totally, you know, it was, it was this kind of fun tweet exchange between Oscar Isaac said that and then right away, Jordan vote Roberts, who's going to be the director of the Metal Gear Solid movie. Um, he immediately tweeted out to this boss logic, um, on Twitter. So go check him out at boss logic. And he's the one who, who mocked up the artwork, um, for Jordan vote Roberts. And Jordan was explicitly saying, he's just like, this isn't officially confirming Oscar Isaac as snake, but it looks pretty pretty sweet doesn't it and everyone's just like oh yeah like uh, hire this man immediately so i don't know i just want to throw that out there because i know how much everyone loves metal gear solid as much as i do um well, that so. looks pretty cool is there like an estimated time or when that might be coming out um so 2021 i don't think there is i feel like there's been like rumors i don't know if there's ever been a set date officially like mm-hmm. people think 2020 2021 um, but I mean, at this point, I mean, yeah, they don't even, they don't have a cast together. Like, how are they? Um, and I feel like at this point, like Jordan, so Jordan Vote Roberts has become pretty buddy, buddy with Hideo Kojima, who is the guy currently doing Death Stranding. He's the guy who originally did the Metal Gear story. So they're like best buds now. He goes over to Tokyo and like hangs out with them for a weekend. And, you know, Hideo Kojima posts a lot of pictures of, you know, his, his dinner he has with them on his Instagram and stuff. He has a weird Instagram, Hideo Kojima. It's all just food and random, like well, he's got weird games, man. Like I've been playing the that Phantom Pain game, yeah. <laughs> and uh, dude, there's. I was telling you when I played it, nothing makes sense at all. Like there's, there's like just a dude who's on fire walking around. There's some kind of like alien <laughs> gas mask thing, that like flies, and it has fire coming out of its hands. Nothing makes sense. I'm like, what the hell's happening? Is this like a fever dream? Is the dude still coming off the dope that they had to like pump him full for nine years being in a coma? I mean, you're not far. No, you are not. Far. No, I didn't get far at all. Yeah. <laughs> Does it bother you that they could, or worry you that they could, uh, put your one of your uh, favorite series as the movie? Well, Sonic. Because, I mean, video game movies uh, have a horrible track record. Did you see his face <laughs> drop right now when you said it might suck? It basically, no. what, I mean, tra- what our producer I mean, Matt Lou is saying to Garrett is he's saying, <laughs> the tra- what happens the, if the, the game sucks? The track record for video game movies is unfortunately poor. No, Super Mario Brothers from 93. Oh, I know. That's really, a great one. Yeah, that was a geez, stellar, no. epic film. I mean, uh, yeah, I... I totally understand it could to- it could really go bad, but but it won't, right? I think my only rebuttal to that is a lot of those other movies like weren't done by people who are fans of those mm-hmm. games or movies or video games. Um, they were maybe like they maybe had just heard the plot and thought it was cool or something, and maybe they had played through the game. But like Jordan Vote Roberts 
I follow him on Twitter and I've read a couple of like, interviews and stuff with him. Like he did uh, Kong Skull Island that came out last year or two years ago. Um, he, uh, he like, he is basically me or he like eat and sleep and breathe and everything Metal Gear Solid went like when he was a kid. Like it was like his thing. He knows ins and outs of everything. He's totally in all the lore and the backstories and probably does all the weird voices like I do, like Metal Gear, you know. <laughs> Nobody else does that. <laughs> um, so he is like, yeah, super into this thing. He's a huge super fan. Um, and it's, this is, I mean, as far as I can tell, like the fact that he's so buddy buddy with Hideo Kojima and like Hideo will play a huge role in, um, just the creation of what the story will be for the movie. I think that's already, they're starting off on a good foot. Like they're not starting off just like, Oh, that's a cool story. But now I'm going to pull it away from the original people who made it and do my own thing. Like he's, he wants to represent it as accurately as possible. He's already said that he's like, I'm going to do, he's like, I'm basically, I'm just going to make Hideo Kojima's movie. I'm not going to make, it'll be like, I'll direct it, but he wants to make sure it's still Kojima's vision. So I don't know. That's my only, uh, thing I can grasp onto that. Hopefully he actually sticks to that. And it turns out to be basically just a movie form of Metal Gear Solid one, which if you play the game, it's basically already a movie, but <laughs> <laughs> there's about 20 hours of just cut scenes that you can sit and watch, but you know, nah, that's a little exaggerated, but righty, let's get down to, uh, the new releases this week. Um, there's first one is TikTok, a tale for two on PC. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 came out this last week. Uh, PC, PS4, Xbox One. I've actually never played a Devil May Cry game other than DMC, which is technically like a side story. Like it's not part of the main canon of the game. Um, And it was all right, but I'm hearing incredible things about Devil May Cry 5. um, And a lot of people are saying you don't have to play the earlier ones to really know what's going on. So that might be one I check out at some point. Um, Kirby's Epic Yarn on 3DS. Dissidia Final Fantasy NT Free Edition on PC and PS4, and then MX versus ATV All Out Anniversary Edition on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Um, cool. Well, JJ, what you been playing? Well, <clears throat> how do I say this? I started off playing a little bit of Red Dead, and I didn't get very far. And the reason for that is my wife is meaner than me, and she was totally hogging Hogging the Fortnite this week. Um, I played very little. I probably played two nights and 15, 20 minutes at a pop this whole week. So that's probably why I'm so depressed this week. It's just I didn't get enough Red Dead. 
<laughs> I did get a little bit of uh, my PS Plus games that came out recently were uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah, did you play that? I at all? played a little bit of that, and I'll tell you what, that's a fun, fun game, and I can see why. It's a good game. All the bros are totally into it, dude. I mean, it's like blow them up, like a bunch of guns and whatever. <laughs> that one has dude, a good story though, too. Like in the characters, no, it's, it's actually really great. Like uh, really Price, great. Sergeant Price, there. The is he like Scottish guy or something? He's so great. Have you gotten to the ship yet? I think it's like the first mission. It's like right off the bat. I did not get to the ship yet. Did you only play? <laughs> I played for like five minutes. Guys. Okay, well, that, that explains it. You yeah. maybe got through like the, the initial. Like, I got through the initial. They're telling you what to do. And you they, loaded up the game, got I to the menu the game, and turned it off. I the menu and like they yelled at me and I was like, I got a wife. I don't need to get yelled at by you. <laughs> no, you have to play. It's such no, great I did. characters I, I played. Stuff. I played Tell the Boat, and, but I didn't, okay. I didn't play so I I love that you have no faith in me whatsoever though. I I guess the first the first the first mission is the training thing. It's basically it's the, teaching you yeah. controls, and it's on the American side. But then, so the cool thing about it is it goes back and forth between the U.S. soldier and then your British SAS uh, Special Forces soldier. And yeah, there's this Commander Price who, you know, is oversees your unit, and he's like such a such an awesome character. <laughs> and then I was playing the uh, the other PS Plus game. Which was unfortunately I can't remember the name of it right the now. The witness. The witness. There you go. It was a great little puzzle game. So I played that one a lot more. I loved it. Was having a blast with it. So I come to work and I'm like thinking like this game was so much fun. It, I didn't go into it expecting much. Okay. Mm-hmm. I went into it and I was like a puzzle game. That's great. And like I'm playing and I'm like this is freaking awesome. Like I'm having great. Remember. Little kid gamer right here, right? So then I go to work and I'm and like I was like, hey, did you do PS Plus games? And you're like, yeah. And I was like, hey, did you play the witness? And you're like, yeah, that game sucks. Yeah, that's like so easy and stupid. I played for like, and I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> dumb and stupid. Kiss no, for kids it, and whatever. Yeah, you're not, right, Garrett. You're right. Thanks for shaming me, nerd. I did not say it was dumb. I did not enjoy my time, but I did only play like. 15 or 20 minutes because it has like we talked about last week it has like an 80 something percent on Metacritic like it's supposed to be a great game um, it gets better and it gets I more challenging like, I yeah promise. at the beginning it's like these puzzles are too easy like I there was no challenge it was just like yeah. bump 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 like fly through and like yeah, I was I done say there was no challenge some of us are a little challenged already okay. when we get to the game and yeah. but uh yeah. so yeah I I played a little bit of that and I was just like but I feel like yeah I need to play more because obviously I imagine it gets harder and I hope there's, it starts fleshing out a story of some, because the way the game, it, it literally just starts, like, your guy wakes up, and that's it. Like, there's no setup for the story. You're just, like, thrown on this island, and it's just like, okay, cool, I'm going to solve these puzzles on this island for some reason, I guess. <laughs> I, I do wish there was a story. I ha- If there, well, there is, is, as far I as I can, from what across. I've read, I think there is. Like, on Metacritic last week, I read the plot that was on Metacritic. They're like, here's the plot. And I'm just like, I don't know how you got that from the first. So maybe, obviously, later on something yeah. happens. But Yeah, because I have seen no characters or, or anything like that thus far. So I, yeah. if there is a story, I haven't, I haven't come across it. Okay. Maybe they just leave it up into interpretation. You're supposed yeah, to like kind of figure it out yourself. <laughs> and, but with Red Dead, I just started, I, I've been in Chapter 4 for a little bit. Where I'm at in Red Dead right now is my character, I, I spoiler alert, I already know what's happening later, my character is starting to cough quite a bit. Mm. He's starting to cough quite a bit and, uh, and is showing that he's not feeling too well. And, it, and like at first I'm like, what the heck's going on? Why does he keep coughing? But 
Uh, then I, I, you know, looked it up and saw it. Spoiled it. I'm an idiot, dude. What do you Why want from you me? Because I'm not very good at this. I'm new to this stuff. Oh, I didn't know. Um, I, again, I'm still glad you're enjoying that game because, I don't know. Eventually, I, I'll try to get back into Red Dead, but. I'll never give it back know. to you, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> you can hope and dream. Um, so this week, I've been playing... Uh, I played, so last week I said, oh, I missed a Division 2 beta. I played a little bit, but bummer, I missed it. And I liked what I played. Well, that night I went home and I'm like, getting ready to delete it. I'm like, I'm just going to open it and see what happens. Like some, I just felt like, oh, you never know. Maybe they really like me and they, they're going to let me play a little longer. Uh, I jump in there and apparently I had my dates off because it was good all day Monday. It didn't end until actually a Tuesday morning or something. So I'm like, oh, cool. So I played for like another couple hours, Division 2 beta. Um, and originally I said I really liked it when I played that second time. So on Monday night, uh, I, I'm a little worried the gameplay or so <sighs> gameplay wise, I guess I really, I really enjoy like what they have going and what they're doing. Um, the world I think is really cool. I'm not a huge fan of like the bullet sponges, like the enemies, like it takes so much to kill the <laughs> stinking bad guys. But what I was having issues with is it was super buggy where like sound effects would cut in and out, like the music would swell and then all of a sudden it'd just be gone. Or I'd be shooting, maybe like do 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 and then like no sound. I'd still be shooting, but there'd be no sound. Um, I went down a hallway and started getting shot at and I'm like, what the heck? Like there's no one here. I just cleared the room. I turned around. I can see the bullets flying at me, but they're just coming out of thin air. Like no one was there. I ran down the hallway towards it and it kept shooting at me. I ran back down the hallway. Tried to throw a grenade, couldn't kill him or anything. Like, there's nothing there. It's just bullets coming from nowhere. And then all of a sudden, boom, like all of a sudden these two people just popped up. I'm like, oh, well, that's awesome. Like, there's these ghosts shooting at me, apparently. So, obviously, it was still in beta. Like, that's huge disclaimer there. Like, um, I'm, I hope they fix that for, the, for the, the, the main game, which is actually is coming out this week or next week. I think it's this week. With an 88 gigabyte day one pack. Yeah, I... Is that what they've said? Okay. For a PS4 and 54 or, or 40. That's actually, insane. 48 to 52 on the, the Xbox and PC. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. So, yeah. So, I would not be surprised if they fix all that then. If, if the patch is that big, then to, like there must be some major issues that people reported in the beta and they fixed those. But I just wasn't super stoked about the beta. Like that actually kind of like tainted my, like I had this, you know outlook on this whole thing i was like oh this is gonna be great i'm looking forward to this and, I'm, and then i was just like oh no like this isn't good but um i feel like that's just the story nowadays like the way games go like division two like coming out and like being crappy for a couple days and they fix it i the other game i played was fallout 76 it's been out since november and it definitely isn't as buggy i've had some issues with things like with objectives not coming up or uh, my pit boy. So like your little menu that you bring up on your wrist, I'll bring it up, do something. I'll go to put it away and it gets stuck. I can't put it, I can't put the menu away. And I, and the game just like the music keeps playing and people are walking around and I've gotten like attacked by enemies and I'm like stuck. So I have to like quit out of the game and go back in to like unfreeze it. And I'm like, what the heck? Like not turn off the console, just literally just press, I can still press start and pause the game and then hit quit and then reload the game. It's like, this is annoying. Um, and it's also a super, super empty world. Like, I guess I misunderstood what they said in the marketing where they said, like, there isn't a lot of <laughs> people around. Like, well, there actually, like, is nothing. 
there's no one. So there's a story, but you get all the story through like audio logs. Like you pick up these tapes and you listen to the tapes and that's it. Like you don't, there's no cool zany characters that Fallout normally has. There's no fun over the top, like, yeah, robots you come in contact with or, um, you know, store vendor or something like the only characters you come in contact with are just, aren't even characters. It's just like an NPC that doesn't really say anything to you and they're just robots. Like it's, you go up to a store and it's like this robot like, oh, I haven't seen anyone for hundreds of years, blah, blah, blah. And then they give you, you just buy stuff from them. It's like, I, I don't know. That's what I loved about Fallout was the zany characters, the over the top characters, the, uh, the cool like environments and stuff that they had, like the shops and places they would hold up and this game just doesn't have any of that. I played Fallout 4 before. It was one of the first games that you loaned to me and said, try this out, see if you like it. After I had fallen in love with Uncharted and uh, The Last of Us, and I was looking for something. After playing those games, I was looking for something that I could sink my teeth into, and you suggested Fallout 4. I did not like it. I did not have fun with it. I know that you love the game, and now I think I was a really young uh, game player. So I wasn't used to open worlds. I wasn't used to, it was just seemed too right. much for me. Now I've grown to love every aspect of it. But I'm curious, how does 76, I know you say it's empty. How does the gameplay hold up to like Fallout 4? So the gameplay is exactly the same. So the thing with 76, it's actually kind of like a half step to 4. So when Fallout 3 came out, they had you know, a couple, like a year or two later, they had Fallout New Vegas, which was made all in the same game engine, all the same art assets. So it was one of those things where like they could make it in half the time because everything was already made. They just made a new map with the things that were already there and that type of thing and same characters, but different names and voices and stuff. And, um, and so this is a similar thing to that, but so they had Fallout 4 a few couple years ago and then they're like, oh, we'll just use all the same game engine and assets and just click and drag and make a new game out of that you know, half the time, double the money kind of thing is what they're hoping for. <laughs> um, but uh, what, yeah, so the gameplay is exactly the same. It shoots the same. You still have the VAT system where you can like, well, because it's a live action, like online game, that's another thing. You can only play online. You can only play with other people. And like, so it's a bunch of random people will be in the map. I, and you rarely come across them because the map is so huge. Um, so in this one, when you hit VATs, instead of time freezing completely, or even going to slow motion, like it, time just keeps moving at a normal pace, but it kind of helps you aim your gun because it's not supposed to be a shooter game. It's not a shooter. It's a RPG kind of simulation type game, open world. Um, so I don't know. Everything gameplay wise, I love because it's exactly the same as Fallout. It's just literally the world and like the lack of NPCs and characters in the world and um, lack of story. So. I don't know. I'm still playing it because I like to punish myself. <laughs> it's one of those things where I just feel like I was like eventually has to turn a corner, right? Like I just keep playing. Like I just need to go a little farther, and then I'll find someone, right? Like because that's what they keep leading you on. Like you re you get a tape, and they're like, "Oh, come meet me at this next place. I'll see you when you get here." And then I get there, and no one's there, and I get another tape. Oh, we had to move again. It's like <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! Like they have, I have to catch up with them at some point, right? But I don't know. Maybe you maybe you never do. But you can run into other players you're playing. Other in players, the yeah. World. So there's about okay. I I haven't actually counted. I think there's like fifteen to twenty other random people who are in the same world as me. Um, but it, have you had any interactions with them at all? Uh, and I passed one guy. There was like a so once in a while, like these random planes will fly over. I don't know where the planes come from, but they airdrop like supplies in, 
Um, it's like a government supply drop or something. And uh, it'll have like some supplies like uh, rations and food and water. That's another thing. You have to like eat and drink because if, if you get too thirsty or get too hungry, like you'll start losing health. Mm. So you have to like stay up on like keeping yourself, you know, not hungry and not thirsty. Um, I went up to the chest and this other guy came up and you can't talk unless you have microphones. Like I could have got my headset out, but you can do like these little like emoticon things that pop up. So he sent me like a little emoticon of like a thumb, like guy doing a thumbs up, like a little like vault boy character doing a thumbs up and i sent him like a little thumbs up and like a wave back and we grabbed our stuff and just went our separate ways like that's the only time <laughs> that sounds like so. the saddest nerdiest thing you've ever said <laughs> like, I, I threw a little emoticon up and we kind of just like hey buddy hey that's so sad I was just you need to make friends he like, did real... it first i was just reciprocate i didn't want to be a jerk about it you need to make friends <laughs> I have friends. One's sitting here right next I to know. me. I know. Well, I actually, and, I'm going to steal actually, him from you. He's going to be my friend okay, now. Okay. He's a producer of the show, Matt Lou. We talked about him earlier. He's been on the pod so far. And uh, he's my new best friend. I, yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to replace okay. you with him because you didn't know, but you were my best friend until about two minutes ago when you said something stupid about Fallout 76. <laughs> so, Matt, welcome to uh, the Best Friend Club. It's the shared troll-like qualities. Yeah, that's what it is. The whole hairy knuckle thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fun. Well, speaking of, I was talking about these two games that had issues at start. Uh, Matt is going to share his what you plan, and he's going to give us in-depth impressions on Anthem. Well, it's a good thing we're talking about bugs and games that didn't work <laughs> up the hype because uh, we're going right into that uh, same kind of category. So my pros list is a lot shorter than my cons and middle of the road list. So let's talk about the pros of Anthem. Oh, no. <laughs> First off, Combat's fun. To me, it was probably one of the newest uh, combat-type games. I mean, the fact that where you just... The ability to float and fly and just switch at, like, the drop of the dime is, to me, was the shining moment of the game. That and the flight. The flight control is, like, you would feel like... I mean, like, they describe it as the best thing is you're going to get 10 Iron Man game. Yeah. Except for the flight is actually on my pro and my con list because... <laughs> It's, imagine being Iron Man, but every time Iron Man flew about the length of a football field, he had to land because he was overheating. <laughs> because your javelin is with, which is what you're you're flying in. Is there's four different kind of javelins. Is it overheats, and so you either have to land or you have to hope that there's a waterfall nearby that you can fly under because that'll instantly cool uh. it. Or if there's like uh, just like run a running river, you could just dive down and then kind of coast along the river and it's cooled or you dive bomb real quick. That and it, makes sense why they always had that in the trailers. I yes. feel like all the trailers, they never explained it, but they'd always show like, and everyone just like, oh, they're just showing off the graphics because that's beautiful. But I didn't realize no, it, was yeah, actually, the water, it was a mechanic that yeah, you had to Yeah, the water is the a water. big mechanic because you can float, like literally fly like right above the, the river or you go through a waterfall or if it rains, it's automatically cooling you off. But or you could dive bomb, which is not worth it because then if you're just constantly going up and down, you're not going to get anywhere quick. Yeah, that actually sounds like a really cool gameplay, though. Being able to like, you know, you have to like uh, cool it off in order to be able to keep going. It just doesn't sound like it's very long. Like you don't have a long. You don't. I mean, if you can probably, if you did not cool yourself off, you'd probably have to land within, I would say, twenty seconds tops, depending mm. on what attachments you have on your javelin suit. But so that's where it's like. It's one of the shining moments because combat is great. You can like fly around, you can float, you could do whatever, but then also have to like 
cool myself off, which I mean that you only really have to do that when you're tra- like going somewhere. But you also I get the the where it comes in hand, like the paying attention in combat, because if you're floating, you can't just float around a boss the whole time. If you don't pay attention, then you overheat and you can't fly for like 10, 15 seconds. So it's a gameplay Jeez. mechanic that I think was purposeful, but it kind of sucks when you're just trying to get somewhere and next thing you know, you're overheating and then you can't follow because you have to be, you're grounded and you can't do anything. Which then goes into my my cons list. You talked about- Okay, so that was it for the pros? That was really it for the pros. flight and- Flight and combat. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, we already know one of the cons is going to be f- flight again. Yeah, well, we won't get into that, but the, you talked about how in the trailer, they didn't really explain things. Even in the game playing it, there are lack of explanations. Like you can get combos in the game for like just like if you hit a an enemy with like an acid bomb and then you like melee them or hit them with something else, it can trigger a combo. Problem is when it triggers a combo, I don't know what it, it does. Like to this point, the only way I know is like when a loading screen tells me like if I activate an acid combo, it lowers their like resistance. But I just don't know what happens if I activate a... A freezing combo or a fire combo, like there's no explanation behind it. Jeez. <laughs> and so like sometimes like I play the interceptor, which is a large, the, like the fastest and like a melee class. Okay. And so I can light up combos like nothing because I could drop an acid bomb and then just start melee. But it just does that nice little ding, like combo. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing, but awesome. Like <laughs> That's like how I play every video game. <laughs> well, and that's like it's so yeah, long. Pat myself on the back. I got it. Right. And that's yeah. what I am. I'm like, I'm doing something right. Like, but I don't know what. But then I mean, but that's the whole if I had to explain Anthem, it's just un, like unknown or all over the place. Like the story was I like it's a Bioware game. So you're like, okay, the story's gonna yeah, be. Yeah, they're known good. for Mass Effect right, games, Mass- which are like have incredible stories Dragon and Dragon Age and And you start playing and when you first start, you're like, all right, like this is going like there's a story. Like you it's yes, it's an online game, but you're like, all right, there's an actual story behind this, a story that's gonna make sense. You start it, like they hook you in, and then like pff, like drops off. You're like you're doing like bits and pieces. And then when you are on literally the last quarter of the game, I don't know if like I missed a crucial aspect there, but I don't know if there's a time jump or they did an explanation on like where one of the main characters was and something happened. I'm trying not to spoil it, but like <laughs> what, like one of the main characters in it like comes and like in and you're like, when did this, ha-? like I'm sitting here thinking, when did this happen? It gives like a brief little explanation, but it's like, <laughs> I feel like there was something like I missed. Like, did I miss a mission or something? Yeah. <laughs> but no, it, and then the story just drops off. And then, I mean, the biggest gripe what everyone has is the load screen. Yeah. And to me is that, at first I was like, nah, it's not that bad. Like I, I, I bought the game and it was like, it's been a while since I bought a new game. So I was like, yeah, Anthem's good. And then like the other day I like tried to like, get into a game and it's like all right i'll go use the restroom get something to eat come back it's still loading jeez <laughs> and the problem is you have to load it's not even just that it's loading to get in the game you have to load for everything if you die it's not like destiny where if you're in a group and you die and you could respawn you just respawn you go to a loading screen it's not as long but you go to a loading screen if you pick up items which is the whole end game of the you can't swap them out in the middle of the mission you have to wait till the mission's 
over and then you have to go to the forge and then to get out of to go to a mission from the forge you have to exit out of that which means another loading screen have there been any any uh, fixes yet the most the biggest fix is now when i'm in the fort which you're walking around in i can hold the y button to go to the mission screen okay but it's still like a small load screen there but it's that's not like cool the mission screen like <laughs> like why can't you just make but, it so when i die i could just respawn yeah like this instantly respawn right or and so to be me, able to upgrade your character on the fly because right. that's like one of the hugest things in destiny you pick up this awesome piece of legendary loot and then you can just hit pause instantly pop that gun in or that armor piece and then you're good to go and you don't know what you get until the end like until the mission is over you back out of free play and that's where it's a big gripe. like i'm playing through free play where it's just the whole open map and I, I pick up like a legendary or like a, they call it masterwork. There are legendary items, but I haven't come across, but I get a masterwork, but I have to back out of the game like and then go and equip it. And then if I want to play again, then I have to go through the whole loading screen. Jeez. And that's where the end game is like middle of the road. Like you're looking for these masterwork and legendary items. And so you, once you hit 30, you can go on the grandmaster difficulties, which is a similar to Destiny's like light level, you right. get your javelin level and... To me, it's now that I'm at the end and I'm at 30, like I grinded till 30. I was like, I don't want to come on until I'm level 30 <laughs> and get end game. But then end game's just, yeah, I mean, it's that destiny type game where you're, you're just grinding. So are you just redoing missions over and over again? Is that the, or is there new missions or you're just playing so old you get missions? Con, what's called contracts and okay. contracts are just like those repeatable, like go and help this, like go and kill right. 20 rats for right. me. And it's, <laughs> and they're a little simpler, like not, not as simple as kill 20 rats. It's go and help this, uh, like they call them arcanist, go help this arcanist. And then the, you're like, but they're all like similar missions. And then they'll mm. give you legendary contracts, which are harder. And they just, it's the same like monsters or enemies, but. Instead of being just the enemies, it's epic or legendary. Hmm. And so to me, it's like, okay, it's end game. I'm like, all right, load Far Cry 5 in the yeah, system. Right. Like, now we're ready to move on because <laughs> move on to the next one. They have like the strongholds, which are like the instances. And I've, unfortunately, it's whenever I boot into the stronghold, it's like, I'm like, they're already like two thirds done because people hmm. just drop out and they're difficult. But it's like, I don't really know what's going on in this mission. But it's cool because I get a masterwork item if I play on Grandmaster and I finish the mission. So it's right. But to me, if I had to rate it like one out of ten, six, maybe okay. a six point five. But like, to me, it good, did not, not great. Right, and it's like it's to me, it's like, do I keep the game or do I try and go give it oh. back to GameStop and get something yeah. better? Especially with my like ever growing library games of that I haven't played but I know are great, like Far Cry Five. Far Cry New Dawn, like, is it worth holding on to hmm. while I can still get like thirty yeah, something you bucks could get for like it? Thirty, forty bucks for right. it. Still, How probably. many game hours did you put into the in the anthem? Oh, so let's see. I got it on the release date, which was what a couple weeks ago, early March. I'm trying to think of when it was. Uh, that was, um, I know it was uh, February twenty second. Okay, so, so it would have been uh, two and a half weeks ago. Yeah. So I would say. On the weekends, I maybe got a couple hours in, but I mean, it's hard to play with the kid. Of course. <laughs> yeah. But um, maybe to get to level 30 total gameplay hours, maybe I would say 20 of actually trying. I mean, that's also like if you play just through missions, you could like level up super quick. Like if you wanted to. And some people did it the easy route where they played on easy. And playing on easy, 
I, from what I gather, you get the same experience points. You just don't get the same items. But had I known that, I was like, well, I could have played on easy just to get myself up to level 30 right. because it, the only difficulty that's worth playing on a higher difficulty are those grandmaster like difficulties yeah. because those are when if you only play on easy, medium, hard, there's a small number of masterwork items that are available to you. Mm-hmm. And then Grandmaster opens up them all, but you can't play Grandmaster till you're 30 anyway. Right. So most of those early items, by the time you get to the end, they've all been yeah, it's, trashed yeah. anyway. Like you, you always pick them, up but... items no matter what. So even if they're common items, they're still going to raise your, your Javelin's level. So say somebody picks up Anthem tomorrow. What's the replayability like? I mean, is it something where you play one time through and you're like, eh, I'm good? Well, and it's hard because they, they set you up at the very end, like, you know, DLC's coming, but it's like, there's yeah. so many great games now. Like, is this worth hanging on to? Am I really going to? And that's where I'm at the debate is, am I going to come back to this? Especially now, like I am like popping in because I'm more of a like a single player kind of like granted, I mean. I know you guys talked about it, like Apex has like, and that has, and we've talked about this is EA made it like an interesting move and they released Apex very close. Yeah, just like a week to Anthem. And they're owned by this, like they're both owned. I mean, Respawn is owned by EA and it's like, I caught myself sometimes where I could have finished Anthem faster, but I was like, I'm going to turn this off. I'm going to play Apex, but there's so many good games. Am I going to come back to Anthem? And it's like, do I give it back to GameStop where I can get some money? It's like, I still got to buy two, get one free, like oh, coupons yeah, sitting go. in there for like renewing my like power up. I'm like, should I keep it? Or, and, but then it's like, if I sell the game, I got some friends who are like, oh, I want to play Anthem. I'm like, do you really? And it's like, do I let them borrow it and watch my like sellability sell it go? Sell, like, it yeah, sell it to them. <laughs> one I of also- my friends who can't play, play it because he has no internet who really <laughs> wants to play, but he doesn't have internet. <laughs> Look up how much you'd get from GameStop. Be like, I'll sell it to you for that much. <laughs> Yeah, how does your friend yeah. not have internet? It's, dude, it's 2019. Oh, Everybody's got internet. That's the friend he brought up on the podcast the other day who lives out in the... Oh, um, he, he lives 1.2 miles away, and here I am, like, I can get, like, minimum, like, 200 megabytes, or but even faster if I really wanted to, and he can't get anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm darn near dial-up where I'm at right now. I'm yeah. in the sticks as well. Um, No, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, it's, it's so crazy. I feel like with the... And with the Anthem 2... Um, like they, they are, they are talking like it's supposed to be, it's a game as a service. So it's going to, it's supposed to be like destiny. It's supposed to be like the division two in the division where, um, they're going to continue to do not only DLC, but also like events and stuff. So, and I, I know they were even talks for like every two or three months, basically a big, um, DLC will come out. And then, you know, even in between that, there's going to be big events that are happening. So I think, that's that's what you got to weigh back and forth. Like, okay, do I want to invest so heavily in this where like it's basically the this the game that you play for the next two or three years, or or yeah, did you get your fill and you're kind of done with it? So yeah. I lean towards get my fill though because especially I played Destiny and I felt like Destiny had a good model and like even though it was like it was that repetitive like repetitive grinding, it was like you still like there's a re- it felt like there was a reason to come back where mm-hmm. with Anthem where it's at right now. It's like it's going to go, it, like, I took it out of my Xbox and, like, put it in when I started loading Far Cry 5. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to take this out ever yeah. again. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, and I, I'm i so scared to touch it still with the whole PS4 thing. Yeah. It's like, I'm not even, granted, I know they, like, so they came back, like, a week later and said, okay, the consoles weren't bricked, like, they weren't dead <clears> for good, but they're, you had, it still took, 
some like you still had to do some weird thing to turn it on in safe mode and then reinitialize or not initialize but re rebuild your database and all this stuff i'm like what in the world like that sounds broke to me when you got to do all that to fix it <laughs> so i don't know that's crazy thank you for that matt that that sounds like a game i never want to play yeah no problem so our first review and we give it a big <laughs> cool well thank you guys so much for listening this week um yeah it's been a good one we have our matt uh finally is our first guest so he's his fa- our first three-way and yeah and it's just i mean and there's no mess to clean up i'm like i mean yeah he's been very clean in here picking his stuff up this has been a lot of fun yeah it's been great um uh, i just want to say real quick uh if you guys haven't go check out patreon.com slash super gamer boys um like we said at the top of the show matt he supports us he's patreon producer so i'll be waiting on his uh his little segment he has you know cooking up but uh if you guys are interested if just to learn more about us, go over there. We have a little about section about us. And then uh, if you have a couple bucks to toss, we have some different tiers where you can support us monthly and you get some uh, some stuff in return, uh, whether it's shout out on the show or you can be a part of the show or um, uh, get some some stuff early, name a segment after you, like whatever you want to do. You know, you can, just, you can just take control of our show. You already saw Garrett's going to name his next child after our producer, Matt Lou. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, dude, you can have our children. That's Orc Razor with a Z. Orc okay. Razor with a Z. I love it. I think yeah. it's a beautiful Christian name. Yeah. And uh, there's also a new tier on there for all you D&D fans. If you support us at $50, and you don't have to support us for $50 a month for just, just for the one month, pump it up to 50 bucks. And uh, JJ will come play D&D with you. What? Oh, I forgot you, to tell you about that. Are you serious? Yeah. Wait a second. So for $50, they get to have me come to their house. Yes. Dress up like a dwarf. Is that I, part, I mean, is it's that pretty much, part of it. Like that, that, it, I think that is part of it. Now that you say it, yes, that's part of it. Now. I'm, <laughs> I didn't know. I, wait, wait. I strike that. Take that. Edit that part out. So you're going to edit that part out, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. So I never believed <laughs> so you're saying for fifty dollars, I will come yeah, and I'm play you, in a body group for money within a reasonable distance. Yeah, that I'll that is a stipulation on there. So it has to be within a reasonable driving distance, unless you're willing to either pay for a plane ticket or if you're willing to just play over Skype or FaceTime, we can do that too. Um, if if you're long distance, because I know I have a couple buddies up in up in Seattle who who play some D and D, maybe maybe he'd be willing to. To, to do it and I, I just put it out there because i know we we do have a lot of D fans who get mad whenever you make fun of it so what better way to you know bring them in than to force you to play the game you hate okay i want you to know that i can <laughs> be just bought. Bring, we're just building the community here no, it's, I, it's, I it's gotcha. all about the community I, gotcha. and I can be bought and i i'll go into it kicking and screaming because we're here you for know how i am JJ. so not dorky but i i'll do it i'll do it for for money you know because i can i can be purchased very easily we also have another tier that you haven't written down and i think you need to write down um have you guys ever seen these the topless maids that come to your house and clean i'll do that i will put on a french maid's <laughs> We're uniform not doing that i <laughs> I think that is against some laws. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's no laws against that. You know, it's a free society. And I'm just saying I'm offering myself up because you're whoring me out to Dungeons and Dragons nerds. So why not? <laughs> why not? I couldn't walk around with these French accent, you know, we smell these little black things, you know, cleaning the, the bathroom. Oh, is this oh, clean? Man. Bending over. Yeah. No? Okay. No, I don't okay. know. We'll, we'll, we'll workshop it later. Okay. Yeah, just, you know, think yeah. it out. 
But uh, so yeah, go ahead and check that out. Patreon.com slash Super Gamer Boys. And you could have your very own JJ Proton in your house. <laughs> My kids are looking to get rid of me anyway. So do, do I get to stay at their house? I mean, is there food involved? Do I get fed? I mean, that's up to them, but I, I imagine <laughs> once you show up and just go through their fridge, they kind of don't have a choice, right? <laughs> like, why is a little furry fan who just that's eating in the fine, everything? That's at the fine print in the bottom. They don't read it. Most people don't read the fine print, but it actually says, you know, you actually, you're now live there. You now live there. I want you to know I, I actually have destroyed your bathroom before, so I'll yeah. come to your house and destroy yours. <laughs> Literally. Uh, uh, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Go over there, give us a five stars, leave a little written review. That helps us show up on the uh, the list there. Um, you can find us uh, over at supergamerboys.com. Uh, we have a little landing page there that'll help you kind of point you in the right direction if you're wondering if somehow you managed to listen to this podcast and you don't remember how you got it go to this website and it'll point you back in the direction to get the next episode. <laughs> um, so supergamerboys.com. Uh, we're also on Twitter and Instagram at SuperGamerBoys and then Facebook.com slash SuperGamerBoys as well. Um, you can find me at G Morlang. You can find JJ at JJ Purdom. And then, uh, I don't know, do you have anything you want to pimp, Matt? You want to give out your social media? Your social media? You, you guys feeling... can reach out to Matt via social media sites because I believe he's on MySpace. And uh, you guys can go ahead and reach out and thank him for being on the show and uh, and just talk to him on there and then post funny pictures of yourself in French maid's outfit. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, what do you want to share your social media? You know, I would, but I forget what my Twitter handle okay. is. So you want, uh, I would. You can but, share your gamer tag if you want people to play with you, or it's up yeah, to you. That's that's a uh, personal uh, information, but uh, I would just like recommend that you guys all check out their Patreon and just. Uh, I mean, if you're listening, I would just even support throw throw a dollar, throw five dollars their way. I mean, if you're listening to them, I think uh, supporting them is the way to go. But it's just my uh, my information to pimp out there. Is this? Dang, good, said, thank you, man. Good, good job reading the script. That, that was, was awesome. That was you super wrote natural. that. That's super natural. Awesome. Um, <laughs> no, thanks for taking your time to pimp you and pimp us. That was great. Free advertising, right? On our own show. <laughs> uh, thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. Check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Clothing Co. or Facebook uh, at facebook.com slash Ground Floor Clothing. Um, yeah, this is another good one. It's a, it's a little long, but I feel like the good ones are. Yes, they are. How's oh, it deja vu? I feel like we've said that before. You might have. You tend to run on sentences and stuff like that. This is awesome, man. This is good. We need to do this again. Do this whole podcasting thing. Next week, Next same week? time. Uh, why not? Okay. Sounds good. Well, I'll see you guys on the flippity flop. Stop saying that. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.